Hello and welcome to the How To Hobby Podcast. I'm your host, John Power, bringing you episode 86 of our podcast. This is the first episode of 2024, so we hope you have had a wonderful holiday season. And we want to wish you a happy new year from both of us. I'm joined at the desk by my fearless co-host, Sean Bennett. How we doing, Sean? So good. So good. As always, I try and, you know, uh, come into the new year strong and really, really positive. And strong. I say I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good strong or rip, doing a rip good job. Roaring. Rip roaring. Uh, no, I'm, I'm no, all excited. I'm, I'm actually doing really good. A lot of good stuff's going on at work. A lot of good stuff's going on in my personal life. A lot of good personal projects are happening. I can't wait to talk about some of them tonight. Like I'm, I'm just really excited. So I'm, I'm good. I'm happy to be back on the air. It's been a minute. Ah, well, we are here and ready to fill all of you listeners with cheer. And so we welcome you if you are new here to our podcast. Uh, it's it's always a joy to start off a new season, and we are starting off Q1 this year with a focus every quarter of our show has a focus this year is no different we're going to be bringing you through with us we're starting off this year with learning as our number one focus for the listenership and for ourselves see it's a great way for us to come around each other uh, build that camaraderie as you're flowing into the how-to hobby lounge we just got it freshly upholstered, so all the seats are looking fantastic. Uh, and believe it or not, listeners, speaking of growth in 2024, we have added a new room. We've renovated, and we have a new room off, off of the How To Hobby Lounge. We have the How To Hobby Lab, where we're going to be diving in, getting you guys in sync with some of the most in-depth tips and tricks about the hobbies that we know and love so stick around for more of that and 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 again feel free to jump over there look through the window uh we haven't frosted the glass yet so you can still check and see what we're working with uh as you're coming in and 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 of course get, get yourself a choice beverage and sit down in the comfiest chairs in the land so sean i'm back here in in arizona after, after speaking of rip roaring it was a whirlwind <laughs> experience of travel here this season over the holidays for myself. Yeah, you you definitely got some miles in this <laughs> year for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, there was some mileage. And uh, I finished up with a trip to New York City to see my brother. And believe it or not, Sean, I got to experience, I don't know if you saw the news, got to experience snow in New York. Uh, first snow in two years in that city. Wow, and I was I there. I had seen on the news that there was something about a storm hitting a lot of the Midwest, and a coworker of mine got was trapped in Chicago with oh. the storm that got hit there. Their plane was delayed and everything, trying to get back. But I didn't know anything about New York City. So, so my first question is: Did you go running while it was cold outside? Of course, I always oh, do. See, I knew it. I knew it. I had to ask. I, I always get at least one. I, I did not. Uh, I didn't run more than once this time. Um, okay. I was pretty active i was trying to be very intentional so don't tell any tell my kids uh but i've been trying to be very specific about doing meaningful things for my family when i'm away and so okay. this time i ended up getting um so the last time i was out i sourced some stamps it's kind of been a, a, a process of getting things uh to be able to make it efficient right because when you're traveling you don't realize how fast time just is snapping by and you don't mm -hmm. you got to have all of your efficiencies built in to your to your routine otherwise it's just it's, you know say la vie it's not going to happen yep. so i have some stamps now that i travel with in my in my my backpack and i got some cards this time so i actually spent time going uh and finding some things with you know gift for my wife uh, some some cards for the kiddos and and things just to just to be able to mail out from the city and so it's this new thing I'm trying every time I go and travel and it, it actually again Sean this is gonna go perfectly with the theme of our show uh, this is a best practice I'm implementing and it, again it's outside of the New Year's dealio it's just something that through the end of the year I was thinking man I'm, I'm traveling some here 
I've got to have a way to communicate that I love my family from afar in a meaningful way without, uh, you know, breaking the bank. And this is a mm-hmm. very simple one. Finding a postcard. I always used to wonder, postcards? What? What is that? <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what? That's actually a great way, low cost way to jot something down, say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Here's a nice little remembrance of this moment in time and, and throw it in the mail. And, That's, and you- I really, really like that. I like it's It's something that I think we've really lost touch with because i know postcards kind of used to be a little big <laughs> used to before, be a thing used to be a thing and i, I kind of like going back to it especially with your kids being as young as they are by doing this with what you can do with this is build a collection of memories for them so when they're older and they're maybe 16 18 20 you can have this stack of postcards and say oh let's go through oh yeah i remember when i was in new york i was really missing you guys but they did this really cool thing. Oh, I was in this place. I think that's a fantastic idea. I, I actually really, really like that. Well, thank you, Sean. I, you're always so uh, so uplifting to me and encouraging. I appreciate that. And and so, yeah, that that is something that has been fun for myself. Uh, and I, I think it is a dying art. It's actually harder to find postcards than you think. And that's what I mean about <laughs> the, like, I, you kind of have to go out there searching. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but yeah, overall, great trip. I got I got to experience all of the New York City has to offer. Got to see people. I have friends over there. My brother's there, so I saw all my friends that I wanted to see. So that you know, investing that time. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. The older I get, the more I'm just like I want to invest in making, even if it's hard, because it's not easy going across this city. This thing is huge, and it you know some of these travel times you're talking about like an hour. Uh-huh. On on the public transportation to get to some of these different bur- boroughs, and um, you know, a lot of times you could just be like, "Oh, I'm not going to go." But I was very much, no, I'm here to do things that I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. And what I what I did say to myself while I was traveling there was, "Hey, you know, this city'd be awesome if I just had an endless endless cash flow, <laughs> and I could just literally go to any bur- borough I want, eat whatever I want all the time." And and just never work. This would be the best city. My but then plan I was... if I ever won the lottery. I don't want a mansion. <laughs> I don't want a boat. I want to just travel and eat my way through every city I go to. That's it, it's pretty fun. Um, but then at the end of the day, it gets a little overwhelming. So uh, it it was good, just the right amount of time. Uh, my brother was in the in a show called The Newsies, so I was able to see some some theater there. Okay. Uh, it was youth theater, but man, the kids were really good. The guy. Um, who plays Jack was really solid. I, I was impressed. It was a good time. Um, so yeah, overall, great things to report there. And but I'm glad to be home. So good, good. Back back to Arizona. I'm curious because it's been getting kind of colder. It actually was 35 out when I got to work on Monday. So I'm Ooh. curious, what's it? What's the weather been like out there for you at this time of year? Yeah, yeah. So it was 30s. Okay, uh, it was 30s as well uh yesterday okay um and then it and then it kind of dr- it it got kind of back uh what was it 40 40 this morning but then it looks like it's going to drop back down to 30 tonight 32 okay so winter is here <laughs> in terms of like this is when i get all the gear out man it's it's so funny i love this time cuz i rode into work today and it was really like my first it's like a winter ride, right? Mm-hmm. And so you got to have, I get all my, I have like my double layer system with coat and jacket. I've got my little um, buff. Everybody knows on this channel, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the buff. I've got my buff. I've got my rider's cap. I've got my my glass. Like it's just, it's a whole thing, right? And, and you're riding into the pitch black. It, it's a different animal. I'm telling you listeners, for those of you that commute, you get it. For those of you who don't, you just you're just you're you don't you don't understand because it's not like getting in a car. I mean, again, you're you're riding out. I, I get I get to work early, Sean. So there is not mm-hmm. a, you know how. And this has been my my big thing that I implemented last year. Um, I ride in, then go to the gym. Ah. So, so it's I I start. You know, I've kept saying, I I originally was going to the gym after work. And it just wasn't working. 
because sometimes like, you know, being able to unplug at the end of the day is much harder than being able to plug in at the beginning of the day. And I just mean from like a social standpoint, there's just Mm -hmm. so many more people that come in late and then stay late. Whereas I come in early and then leave earlier. Um, But I would find myself getting hung up and then it's like, then I'm frustrated because I I want to go to the gym and I don't want to kick so-and-so out of my cube. Like, Hey man, I'm going to the gym. So, so anyway, I've, I've made this new thing where starting last year where I ride the bike in and then immediately go to the gym, get the workout in, go to work. And it's Mm -hmm. great. It's, it's like a solid hour of activity gets me primed and ready for the day. Oh, I I also, what I like about that is what, one of the things that makes going to the gym, I think a, a barrier to a lot of people is it's disconnected from work and home. So you have to go out of your way to go to the gym and then shower and then get into work but if for you, because you're lucky enough to have a gym on site, if you oh, can so get lucky. to work Blessed. and you can work out on the same site and then go immediately to your desk, it's less of a barrier. So you have less of an excuse to tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to go to the gym today when you're going, oh, my gym's like three floors below me. I should just that's, go anyway. That's right. And, and it's amazing how fast these things slip, slip away, right? Mm-hmm. If you just don't. So anyway, I was able to do that this morning. I felt good. Um, and it, it was a good way to kind of get into the winter so glad glad you're experiencing some winter temps yeah it's it's, it's been, been nice we have a little bit of rain it was in the the low 30s there for a couple of days it was it was my kind of weather i love when it's freezing yeah i know you're you and me i actually had to put uh an, another blanket we don't i haven't put my wife's not around right now and so <laughs> i don't have our big down comforter on yet so mm-hmm. I literally just went and grabbed like another because I don't put the heat on. I am not. Yeah. I literally just let it ride all the way down. I woke up. It was like 61 in the house. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's hard to get up. But man, you sleep well. Uh-huh. Agreed. You sleep super well. Um, all right. So Sean, tonight we're going to be breaking down our two things that are very important to us. Again, we're starting off this year in Q1 with learning as the primary focus of this podcast. And if you're new here, we always like to pour you guys, fill up your cup with value. The value meter's got to be high when you come and listen to our content. So we want to welcome you. We thank you. And tonight we're going to be covering our best practices, our New Year's best practices. So the way that Sean and I specifically approach a new year and how we think some of like you could adopt some of these best practices and also be successful going into a new year. And we want to start the conversation right there. If you guys have any feedback, please feel free to reach out to us directly at our Gmail account, uh, how to hobby podcast at gmail.com. We love to start the conversation. And if you feel inspired, if, send us an email. Additionally, I want to highlight this new feature on Spotify. Spotify does have a comment section directly below the episode if you're listening on Spotify. Feel free to use that comment feature. Let's start the conversations, get our comms flowing, and if you think that we missed something or you have a way of approaching your new year that you think is productive, please drop a comment and we'd love to continue this conversation. Uh, We do have social media as well. Uh, Instagram X account at how to hobby podcast, uh, how to hobby lounge is the place to be listeners. And we have a website and that's how to hobby podcast.com. And we have some ideas around the website and ways to, again, always improve in our social media throughout this year. And we'll talk more about that later, uh, as we dive into our growth goals and, and how we're going to continue to push up what we're learning in 2024 but that's how we'll end the show tonight. So again, if you're new, our episodes always come out. I want to set the stage. Always come out 6 a.m. Friday. So set your set your time, your timekeeper, whether you got an analog watch or a cell phone, program it to remind you that the how-to hobby boys are here to give you and fill your 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 cup with value. So we welcome you and thank you for being here. Sean, let's dive into our New Year's best practices. Let's do it. Yeah. So to start it off, 
I want everyone to do a a, a little uh, a practice session with me. <laughs> I want everyone listening, unless you're driving, I want everyone to close your eyes, okay? If you're driving, absolutely do not listen to me right now. Close your eyes, okay? <laughs> I want you to visualize in front of you all of those New Year's resolutions that you've come up with for yourself. Going to the Going to the gym, eating more salad, you know, just working out more, you know, whatever it is, that new salad. thing, right? Yeah. I want you to imagine all of those three, those resolutions, and I want you to throw them in the trash. 100% we're starting right there. New Year's resolutions are trash. They're a very unhealthy way to start your new year because you end up always doing unrealistic goals. You always end up doing these things that are things you can't guarantee you're going to stick with. And then what ends up happening is your self-esteem tanks when you stop going to the gym in two months because it really wasn't the thing you wanted to do anyway. And then you just completely down, down, uh, downward spiral. So we're going to start with throw out those New Year's resolutions. They're trash. Where you need to start is trash. reflect. It's just straight trash. <laughs> reflect on <laughs> last year. And I know... You're like, oh my God, more work. I, I want to forget last year. I'm focusing on this year. No, the first place to start on how to plan realistic and goals that will be successful for the new years, you need to reflect back on your previous year. What was the good? What was the bad? What did you accomplish? What did you want to accomplish that you didn't get to? You know, now, now we're, we're closing our eyes and we're visualizing all of this, right? All of the things... Those little, and they could be little things, right? It could be tiny, like you know, you you started watching less TV shows. Okay, that that's a good thing, right? Okay, a bad thing. You ate out kind of a lot last year. You didn't cook at home. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, let's let's take all that good and bad, and what we're trying to do is reflect on what we did last year that did affect some sort of change to us. Mm -hmm. What did we do, both good and bad? And that is where you want to start when you're planning this. New Year's goals, because if you don't use your reality to base your new goals on, you use somebody else's reality. You use some, yeah, exactly. You use somebody you else's social reality. media. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that should be one of the things maybe you get rid of. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're using someone else's reality or someone else's goals, you're gonna fail. And so use your own experiences. So I'm curious, Sean. Do you do you agree with this? You know, what what do you think about oh, the whole yeah. New Year's resolution idea? No, I mean, I I think you're. I'm liking what you're putting down so far this this year, Sean. Great job, and and I couldn't agree more. This is something that we always encourage our listeners, and this has been a common strand throughout our 85 episodes prior to this one. You got to take the good with the bad to shape and mold who you're going to become. So without, and again, I like what you said about your own personal reality, because if you're not really sizing up and bringing like what you, you can't take exhibit A and, and put it on exhibit B because they're <laughs> two separate molds of life and living. And so that's one of the biggest problems. You know, I'm going to quote Thoreau, but comparison is the enemy of joy. So listeners, we got to first start by cutting off all the external inputs that are feeding you with trash. Because if you're constantly inundating yourself with, I got to be like this, I got to be like John, I got to be able to ride a hundred miles a week. And that's how I'm going to feel satisfaction. I'm going to tell you, that's not how you're going to feel satisfaction right now. <laughs> no, and I'm John, feel, I mean, I'm you're honored. You're going to feel worse about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm honored that you would want to do that. But it's not going to help you at, at your current state. You got to take it one step at a time. And you got to set realistic, healthy goals, right? And this is the big thing about this and what we want out of our new year is sustainability. We want to build a life and a routine that's sustainable through the long run. Because what's going to kill you in the end, listeners, is the compounding effects that you do every single day, but that are the bad. Mm -hmm. Again, and we're not we're not anti we're not the police here in terms of bad habits. This is an exercise for you to do personally. We're going to encourage you to go and do things that make you feel better and it could be anything. That's the beauty of our show and what we do here. Is you could pick any one thing 
that we found joy in. Sean and I have found a lot of joy out of a ton of different things over the last two years. And we've shared them here with the listenership. But that doesn't mean that any one of those things is for you. Maybe you have a different thing. You have a different path. And that's totally okay. That's why we're a, we're a huge culmination here and a community of big time supporters. And we want you to feel good about what you're doing. So get out there, do this exercise that Sean is asking you to do and, and really take stock. This is that mindfulness that we covered in Q3 of last year. We, we really talked through last year a lot about how we need to build our mind's eye and, and, and solidify these practices of thoughtfulness, um, contentment, and first and foremost, let's start off, Sean, me and you, and, and, uh, and listeners, hey, I said at the end of last year, let's not get better, let's be better. Let's, let's continue that trend into throughout this year. I, I want us to all, instead of stewing in the things that maybe didn't go well last year, Let's take those, okay, good, think about it, and then move forward to be better. And that will be the thing that separates us as a community, as a listenership. And again, don't be afraid to try something new, listeners. I hope that's coming through here, even if we haven't covered it, even if we haven't specifically said, hey, it'd be great if you did this. Hey, go and try something else and then share it with us. We want to hear about how you are tackling 2024 in a meaningful way. Sean, anything else to add there before we dive into our personal growth objectives? Well, there's one last thing I wanted to add, and it's that once you start getting to the building the realistic and the healthy goals for this year based on the good and bad from last year, the important part to remember is no matter what you are doing, it's going to change you. And that mm. that's super, super important. It could be if you are doing read you're going to read for 10 minutes a night for the whole year you're going to read 10 minutes a night oh the it. change that that will cause in you is increasing your vocabulary increase speeding up your reading skills your memory building your visualization building right all of those things even 10 minutes a day will change you in this instance for the better the key is there are ways in which things can change you for the worse uh -huh. so you have to remember that Everything you choose will change you, your body or your soul or your mind. The key for the better or for, or for the worse. For the better, or for the worse, exactly. For the better, or for the worse. But the key here is try and plan forward a little bit. What are the things that you would want to be shaped into? What are the things mm. you want? For me, this year, one of the things I want to do is my exploration. I want to build my a skill set and ability to explore. So a lot of the goals and things that I'm building this year are finding things that will expand my ability to explore. So that's usually sometimes a good place to start. Just remember, everything will change you. Everything will shape who you are by the end of the year. Your intention is, what do I want to be shaped into? And that can help you build those goals. So that was the last thing I wanted to say. Oh, I love it. Some, some examples of what we're planning to do, to do this year, but I'm just... Yeah, th these are the things that I wish I had known years ago and I learned what I feel like too late in life. I I love it, Sean. I'm actually going to throw, a, with that in mind, my favorite book, and I've talked about it a number of times, my favorite book around this idea of, of shaping your life, mm -hmm. it's called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I'll put it in the show notes, listeners. This is a great book to start your year off. Because this book perfectly illustrates, in my mind, exactly what Sean was just saying. It's it's giving you a framework for what little things, again, you may not even think that some of the things you're doing on a daily basis could have a negative impact. And it's trying to highlight those things that maybe we could let those go into the waste bin in 2024. Maybe I actually am having a little bit of a negative impact impact based on this thing I'm doing every day. And I, I do this all the time, listeners. Again, outside of the new year's resolution, I'm always trying to learn more. I'm always trying to understand how I could do something better, whether it's my own personal nutrition, my own health and fitness, my own relationship building. I mean, these are things that we have to continually work 
to garner and grow in. And man, it's so satisfying as you, as you take the losses and get the wins, being able to do that exercise actively is amazing. So I recommend that book 2024. Here we come. And, and Sean, I love what you said there. Let's dive into our own personal learning and growth objectives for this year. And, and you can, uh, you can start us off here with okay. some of your, it, some I'm of your starting off, I'm starting off with a big one. So like I mentioned, Ooh. one of the biggest things I'm looking to shape this year is my ability to explore and to have an adventure. I think it's something that I, I do. Okay. But I want to get better at it. I always want to improve at it. So I'm actually doing two different areas, two different vehicles. You'll see why that's a pun in a second. Two yeah. different vehicles for expanding my ability to explore. The first one right off the bat is the biggest one I'm doing. I got my motorcycle permit the Let's last go. week of last year. I got my motorcycle permit. And this year I'm going to get a motorcycle. And I'm specifically getting a motorcycle that is adventure focused. So I'm going with a dual sport, something like an old Kawasaki KLR650, something simple, easy to work on, yeah. but something that will allow me to practice on the road, get confident, and then also do some trail riding. So that that is my biggest goal for this year, is getting a motorcycle and getting confident in off-road motorcycle riding. That's my dream. I've, I've wanted a motorcycle for years but I've constantly kept coming up with excuses and reasons not to. And I finally feel like now is a year where I can sit down and say, this is what I want to do. And this is one of the things that I'm, I'm terrified to do it. I'll fully admit I'm terrified to do it, but I'm terrified in a good way. Like I'm really, really excited, but I'm nervous to get into it. But that is, that's what I'm going to be working on. So motorcycle, Great. the second part of that is my other vehicle, my Subaru. So what I have done <laughs> is on Tuesday of last week, I had some trail tires put on my car. And actually this weekend, the day after this episode comes out, this Saturday, I'm going to be doing an off-road trail, uh, truck trail with my dad. So we're going to be, he's got his truck, all of my Subaru, and then two of his coworkers with their truck and their Subaru. We're all, the four of us are going to lob out to the desert and we're going to do a day of off-roading out near Agua Caliente and like Borrego Springs area. So this is where I'm also trying to explore building my ability to explore is going with a group of guys who are really experienced, right? Who've been doing this for years, have fully outfitted vehicles built for this. I'm going in my little Forester, but you know, I got some trail tires. I started the, started that adventure, but I'm, I'm, I looked for people around me who were familiar with this and said, Hey, I want to join you guys when you go do your next thing. And they were like, sure, come on, tag along, let's go. So those are the two biggest things I'm doing this year is getting a motorcycle, specifically one made for on-road and off-road, and outfitting my car to do a little bit of off-roading. We're not talking crazy rock crawling, just little light off-roading, some dirt, some sand. The intention there is I want the ability and the skill set to be able to drive my car with a trailer behind it and my motorcycle on the trailer drive my car out on the trail or out into the desert and get to a spot where I can camp. And then I can use my bike to ride around all day and explore around. That's, that's really what I'm looking my dream here to do. So those are my two big things. They're, they're big goals, but they're goals that I've been slowly working towards for years. You know, buying the Subaru is the first one, spending time with my dad and watching him do off-roading. Like I've been working towards this for a while, but these are the things that I'm I'm really looking to do. And my intention here is not just to do it, right? Not just to go off-road, but to focus on how going off-road go makes off road, me man. feel. Going off, going off how how it makes me feel. What skill sets am I pushing? I'm getting uncomfortable. I'm I'm riding on the edge of uncomfortability, right? Like I have to be able to be terrified and still in control. That's really like when I said, look for things that shape you, that's what I'm looking to do. Can I be scared and in control at the same time? I, I love are... it. And and don't, let me just give you a tip here, Sean. Yeah. Don't do what my buddy did when he got his motorcycle license, like the day after he bought his motorcycle, which was slide down the eight freeway uh, <laughs> on his rear end. So that's part of why I started with the permit. So in California, if you're over 21, you don't have to get a permit. You can go straight to the license. But the intention for me with getting the permit is it forces me to slow down and practice. 
because with uh, the permit, with the permit, you can't ride on the freeway, you can't ride with passengers, and you can't ride at night. So what it forces me to do is until I get that license, I have to be very, very intentional with my time. I can't mm. go on freeways, but I also cannot ride at night, which means if I'm going to do it, it's going to have to be very intentional on the weekends, you know, getting out for three, four hours and really pushing myself and, and exploring and driving up and down the coast and really seeing what's out there. And then I'll eventually get my license and, and move up to being able to ride on the freeways. But, you know, this is a big terrifying thing for me this year and i'm really excited to start it so i've actually already bought a motorcycle jacket i went with one of my coworkers oh. who, who rides motorcycles and we went and tried on like 15 different helmets and like 12 different jackets four pairs of pants like 17 pairs of gloves and i, I started seeing what i like and what they don't like so i just bought the jacket because it was on a crazy sale because money nice and then nice. Uh, i'm looking at trying to find helmets that are on the closeout like holiday deals still coming out of christmas but yeah, the, this is my biggest goal for this year. Wonderful. And so you uh and and you haven't bought a bike yet. You're still waiting on Nope. That. I've been I've been doing a lot of research. I'm going to be buying a used bike because the new bike market is just it's too outrageously expensive. But you know, I can get a good a decent Kawasaki KLR650 used for like 2 2 to 2500. So it's when a new bike is closer to 7 to 8. So this is something that wow. you know, about three <laughs> three thousand to thirty five hundred full in, and I've got all the gear and a bike that's they call it the unkillable KLR because they're basically impossible to what? to kill. So I did not yeah. realize that's like how much my gravel bike is. Gonna be. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'll be getting uh, motorcycles for you know. Obviously, okay. I have to find one in my area, but you know, it's it's also this part of why I went with this bike because it's a little bit cheaper, but still has the power to go off road and to haul my big butt around. But uh, yes, that that's my big goal for this year. Wow. Well, good for you, Sean. And uh, man, I'm happy to. I'm really excited to. It's always fun to go along with you on this, and I think that's what's been such a fun thing for both of us as we continue to produce this show, you know, learning what each other continue to push and do. And I just think it's such a, such an awesome thing to see uh, you, you starting something off new uh, this year. So good luck on the journey. I can't wait to hear more. Uh, I have a similar active goal. Uh, I, and I've talked about it since I think last year, now, this is going to be the year where I do my first gravel race. And it's, it's a big moment for me in, in a few different ways. Um, one, it would actually be my first ever race of, of like bike race mm. ever. And, and that's kind of weird for me to say, cause I've been riding bikes now for seven years and been putting down consistently, you know, over 3000 miles a year on my bike. So mm -hmm. it's just a strange thought to kind of be considering, oh, wow, this is my first race, but it'll be a big moment for me just in terms of, I've always felt like I've been very competitive and been very, you know, at this point, I, my friends who are more casual, it's just, you know, it's fine if it's a casual ride, but I'm definitely at a, at a level in my fitness mm -hmm. that is a, a higher level for sure. And so yep. I'm excited to just see, you know, how I do going like all out and I haven't decided which race it's going to be, uh, right. but I do have some big news, Sean. I actually found a bike on closeout uh that was a thousand dollars off and Dang. and pulled the trigger so i am now officially the owner of a, of a new gravel bike and uh it's kind of weird it's it's strange because it's not my road bike and mm -hmm. you're just getting to know something different and i feel like even that in itself is a learning experience like i i just getting on this bike i've been able to realize how much my tendencies have shaped my riding and and kind of how one and then two like how in tune i am with my bike it's weird like i get on something i'm like oh that's different Ooh, that mm -hmm. and like i already have like i'm forming mental <laughs> critiques about like oh that's new oh that's better but like some things are worse like oh man we're we're such we're our us analytics <laughs> we're we're too my buddy's like how is it oh my gosh it's amazing because i rode it to work today and that mm -hmm. was my first ride. And it was like, oh, don't, don't you love it? And I'm just always, this is me as a person. I'm never like a love at first sight person. I'm okay. kind of like a, I need to wait and take it in. Because that's like how I approach music. 
Like I can't listen to a, a, an album once and then tell you whether I love it or hate it. I have to let it. And I think that's for me, that's been a huge part of my life, which is just mm-hmm. take it in stride and really get to know something before you form an opinion. Because otherwise it's way too much like, Oh, I love this. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I love, you know what I mean? It's like, you're yeah. all over the place. Whereas I want to just commit to something form my opinion over a long time and ask me in a year, I'll tell you exactly what I think. But right now I'm just getting to know this brand new piece of equipment. So I think that that's really, really cool. Not only that you found it on sale, but she also pulled the trigger because I know that as a dad and as a homeowner and as somebody with a lot of responsibilities, you know, making sure that you invest in yourself is really, really important. And I learned that from watching my parents struggle with that my entire life. You know, it really hasn't been until recently that they've really started investing in themselves and their happiness and their passions and hobbies. So I I think it's really cool that you did that and you're making that intentional because that will carry through into your work, into your, your life, everything. Making sure you support yourself will and support everybody else. Well, and I, I appreciate you saying that, Sean, because this has been one, like I made this plan a year ago. Mm-hmm. I said, I started saving a end of, actually, I might've even been the end of 2022. I wow. said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to start saving for this new thing that sounds interesting. I want to get to know it. But again, that takes away a lot of the, cause they are, all of these things are expensive. The motorcycle that, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I hate to say it, that, that these things are now multiple thousands of dollars when you, when you pull the trigger on something that's going to be a platform you can grow in. And, and, and I'll, again, when you have expectations and so it's been a, it's been a, uh, a fun experience and I'll definitely keep you posted throughout the year on where I'm going listeners. I appreciate you saying that Sean. And I think again, it's all about the good financial planning and picking what I did was pick something a year in advance and say, and I'm already thinking like, well, you know what, beginning of next year or, you know, and, and I think it's a nice way to cap off a year, mm-hmm. like picking one thing that you've been really just, and, and throughout the rest, who cares the rest of the year you're working. Like, that's how I feel. Honestly, it's yeah. like, I'm working. I, I don't, I just want to be able to support my family and be able to go and get a beer every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know? That's about it. Have some food. Sounds good. <laughs> I like so, that. Um, all right. So we got two more things to cover. I can I can dive into my next one if you want, or you yeah. can take. Nope. Go for it. Then we'll hit mine, and then we'll hit kind of our. That's right. For this year. Yep. The podcast. Let's go, baby. Uh, okay. So my other one, I usually typically have one fitness thing I'm going to work towards. And then one, which, you know, I'll probably have multiple fitness things, but for the purposes of this episode and brevity, I will leave those out and move on to my nutrition based one. So this is one that I am really looking at again this year because I just feel like us as a country, we're, we're way too loosey goosey when it comes to the added sugars mm-hmm. and so I, I now there's two things that I'm going to be kind of doing moving into this year. First, I'm actively looking at, I've already started the exercise. I started end of, actually, it's really, it's a great time. Let me tell you listeners, if you want to start thinking about nutrition, start thinking in December because that will form your December choices versus, oh, now it's January and I want to look at nutrition. Mm-hmm. When I just ate terrible throughout <laughs> all of December. This is why New Year's resolutions do not work. It is a cause and effect mentality. Whereas I started looking at my nutrition in December and said, you know what? I don't think I need to have that. I don't think I need to do that. I don't need, I mean, I was on vacation for quote unquote three weeks, right, Sean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mm-hmm. was just traveling and doing, and and if you're not disciplined when doing that, Man, you're going to feel terrible. And I didn't get sick. Knock on wood. Nice. Which was a big one because there was a lot of gross stuff going around. Dude, and my a kids lot were of, sick. A lot of my coworkers have been sick lately. It's been bad. Yeah. So that's another reason for why I look at nutrition actively and try and figure out ways in which. But, but first and foremost, Sean, 
I'm going to link uh, a website in the show notes called perfact.com, perfact.co. And what this pretty much does is you can set, it's a live algorithm that or search engine that you can click on and go in to try it. It's a little, you got to kind of get used to it. But if you go to the try it tab of it, there's a guy uh, who put this all together and it pretty much runs through almost every supermarket, uh, major supermarket and talks and, and, and rates whether, you know, what you're looking for. So they have a no sugar Hmm. added. They have a safe added sugar. They have a no, no unsafe sweeteners. And then they have a no sugar alcohol. And then, uh, and these are all different, uh, filters. So you can filter, say you want to look for a healthy granola bar with no added sugar. You can, you can do that and it'll list ones that are better for you than others. And this is kind of a big deal today. If you, again, if you've never, I've grown up with my mom being an absolute health uh, mm-hmm. nut, I guess is what I would say. And so I'm, I've sort of been told and taught over time and learned to look at nutrition labor, labels and understand what that data means. Whereas a lot of you may, may not have any idea what, what an added sugar is and what these certain ingredients are. Now, the interesting thing I will say about this website, if you want to go what this guy would say is the uh, the big the big daddy, like be as clean as you can. Any, any uh, food out there that has more than four ingredients, four ingredients or more does not make the filter list. So let that just be a guide overall. If you want to take some moving into, so again, if you're getting carrots listeners, it better just say carrots on that, (laughs) on that ingredients list. If you're getting, um, a, well, again, any raw ingredient, it better just say whatever that's supposed to be. If it's not, then you know, something's going on there and you got to look at it. Mm -hmm. So again, these are, these are things that I'm actively looking at moving into this year ways that I can just go with more better sources of nutrition for myself with my active lifestyle while still not killing myself with, you know, unnecessary pain with, when it comes to inflammation, Mm -hmm. which really ultimately all these processed ingredients, all they really do is kind of destroy your gut. They, they harm your intestines and, and your digestive system and your, what we call the gut biome, mm-hmm. which is your cells that make you a person. So we want to take care of those cells. We want to take care of our biome. And that's what I'm looking to do starting out in this year. So if you have any questions about any of that, it's a lot to cover quickly, but something I'm definitely looking at. And I just found out this source. I want you guys to be aware of it and uh, hope you can get some some insight out of the tool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into it after this. I had not heard of this before. I'll probably have some questions, but it, it looks like <laughs> a really cool tool. So I'm going to check it out and see if I can use it. Definitely. Definitely. Let me, let me know. It does not work on phone. I'm going to, I'm going to let that okay. has to be on tablet or, um, or PC. Okay. So that, that's, uh, that's the only caveat there. All right, Sean, give me your last one. Then we'll dive into our show specific yeah, so my my last, not my last, my other, because I have many, but these are just the ones we're going to cover in this episode. My other learning and growth objective for this year is I, starting January 2nd, I actually started a new role at, at my job where not only am I a design engineer, I'm also now a scrum master. So for anybody- Scrum master. Scrum master. Anybody who's not familiar with scrums, scrums are essentially another way of saying a daily stand-up. They're really popular in the kind of STEM tech field where it's like a 15 minute conversation every day where the team, the intention is the team stands up, it's changed a little bit with the hybrid working. But the intention is everyone's in the office and you literally stand up, go to a conference room, stay standing and fill out what are your objectives for the week, you know, or for the day, depending on how often you meet. What did you do yesterday? What are you doing today? What are you facing blockages in? And then you're done. That's that's all we talk about. It's no not you know a lengthy meeting. It's just boom, boom, boom. And the intention is, 
I like that. You know, you have you get any blockages out of the way for the tasks you're doing. Everyone on the team knows what you're doing. Your project managers know what you're doing. And it just makes everybody accountable throughout the entire process. Well, we had scrum masters who their contracts ended. And so our my management came to me and a bunch of other engineers and said, would you be willing to be a scrum master this year? And so I'm now the scrum master for uh, two of our stable teams. It's about 20 to 30 people, depending on who actually shows up to the, the daily meetings. But the intention is I am the go-between between the engineers and project management. So project management is going to hound everybody. They need the deliverables, they need the projects completed, the timelines, everything. That's their job. And the engineers have to do the work, perform the work for the project managers. And as a scrum master, my goal is to be in the middle, supporting the project managers so that we're getting tasks out on time, but also supporting the engineers if the project managers are starting to ask for too much, kind of being that balance to the system, the checks and balances. Nice. And so I've just started this new role. I'm already really enjoying it. It's similar to some of the work that you know I did when you and I were working together. It's it's similar to that. It's my this is my path to become a team lead to eventually become like a group lead. You know, I want to get to the people management side, but this is something that I'm really looking to grow in this year because I'm fairly new to how my current company does this. I'm having to learn a completely new software, completely new processes. But this is something I'm, I plan to grow. And my intention here is not to become the best Scrum Master. I think that that's kind of a pointless goal. My goal here is to become a better teammate, to become a better supporter for my engineers, a better supporter for project management, and just become more confident in the work that I'm doing. Because I know that doing this will also support my own design work that I'm going to be doing on the side as well as doing this. So that's my big goal for this year. I don't want to be the best scrum master. I just want to be a good one. And I want to be the best teammate I possibly can be. So that's kind of, you know, I've got my my personal life is exploring motorcycle off-roading. And my work life is is really honing in on the scrum master role and just doing a really good job at it. Ah, I love it, Sean. Great job and keep up the amazing work. I really, I can hear the passion in your voice. And I, I know you're going to be a great scrum master. I really, man, it's getting me fired up to go back to my job tomorrow and, <laughs> tackle and write on my whiteboard and be the best I can be. So hopefully you listeners also feel encouraged. And uh, yeah, to recap on mine, I just, I just want to tackle this first gravel race, pick, pick, pick a date, figure out what that's going to look like for the family, schedule it. And then, uh, you know, continue to really focus on the things I'm consuming when I'm consuming them. Again, if I'm at work, I definitely don't want to be having a bunch of extra added things that make me feel sluggish. And that's sort of where I'm always at with when I look and do a deep dive on my nutrition specifically, 90% of my time is at work where I'm depending on how I'm eating or ingesting nutrition. That's going to really have an impact on my day, whether I feel like I really, and I've talked about this last year, Sean, but continue to want to perform at a high level throughout the entire day. I don't want to drop off at any Mm -hmm. point during my shift. And so that's why I'm personally looking at and continue to listen to high level thinking when it comes to nutrition. And I hope that you can also come along and be inspired to do that with me to whatever degree. Again, on your weekend or in your time, it is your prerogative. I'm not forcing anything on you. And I want you to know that. This is just something that I personally do and, and I'm focusing on moving into this year, learning more, always learning. And that is, that's our, our slogan here at the, at the podcast. We are yep. always learning. So dive in with us. And as we kind of finish and wrap up this segment, we're going to talk through our big podcast goals for this year. And that's starting with an updated website. So we're going to have more to come on this. We don't want to spoil anything too soon. But we've been thinking about it over the break. Took some well-needed time to really do this exact exercise. What have we been doing well? What could we do better? And again, we're always open to constructive feedback from you guys, the listenership. If you think there are things that we could do better regarding our social media, regarding anything we do here, please send us an email, leave us a comment. We are willing and able to listen and take feedback. That's how we work here in this community. And, and we're trying to cultivate one where that is the framework. You can go to your 
your coworker and be like, hey, man, you know, I think you could do this better. You can come to us and say the same exact thing. Um, it's an open relationship. We hope you take advantage of that. And, and our value that we provide you is that one-on-one. So, uh, yeah, updated website to come. We've got some great ideas, more things to do on the website front. We really want to continue to grow the, the how-to hobby brand and what it stands for as a community, as a, as a piece in the web uh, for you to go, it, for ultimately to be a, a great resource for you to go to throughout the week, not just to our, our podcast content, but additionally that we're going to fill it to the brim with value like we do our podcast. The website will also have a huge value uh, focus. So Sean, anything to add there on on the on the website and what you're excited for? No, because I feel like if I add any more, we're going to kind of let's slip <laughs> what, our, what our plans are. Like we're we're trying to be vague and yet specific at the same time. But yeah, I I really look forward to the growth that we have planned for this year. And I I want to highlight, you know, when we took our break for the holiday, it wasn't just to take a break. I mean, you and I got together and we spent hours. We went and grabbed a beer. We went and ate dinner. We spent hours talking about what are our plans for the podcast for the year? What are what are our dreams? What are our goals? What do we really want to do here? What did we do good last year? What did we do bad last year? Like we really took that time and thought about it. And that's part of, I think, what inspired our conversation today was, you know, all of the work that we put in and in, in that in that, that very long conversation when we got together, <laughs> right? Like, I think that that- Arduous, terrible our, conversation. Just, just so lost with admittedly <laughs> some delicious Thai food. Oh yeah, that's what made it much, much better. <laughs> much, was... much better. But but yeah, I, I think that we, we put that time in and I really look forward to seeing where we grow this year. And we're always looking for feedback. You know, any suggestions anyone has, we're welcome to it. You know, send us an email, send us a chat, whatever it is, just, just check in with us. Uh, we love you. We love all of you. And I look forward to where we go this year. Ah, love it, Sean. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I'm excited to see where we go this year as well. So we share that. Um, thank you for taking the time as always and, and sharing with the listeners and myself what's on your docket for this year. Listeners, we hope you found value out of this episode. Again, it will be airing starting Friday, 6 a.m. That is the time to tune in to our podcast every single Friday. It's payday, baby. And we got plenty more to come in 2024. Thank you for listening. And please don't hesitate to like and or follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. That's that's the last thing I'll say tonight. We hope you appreciated this episode and found value. You know where to find us at the How to hobby podcast thank you for listening to another episode of the how to hobby podcast we hope you enjoyed what you've heard and if you did please don't hesitate to give us a five-star review and or follow us wherever you digest your podcast we'll catch you next time and wherever you are we wish you the best thanks for listening